Morning Devotion with Father C.K. Righteous One, Holy One, Emmanuel, You are God with us, Jesus Christ, Anointed One, You are In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. My dear friend, I'm sure you're well. This Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Lent. Today we are on the 27th day of March in the year of our Lord and Savior, 2022. Gradually coming to the end of the month of March and coming to the end of the 25 days novena for candidates, and the school-going children. Today we are on day 21. Kaidre, let's continue praying for the candidates who continue with their exams. Today, the fourth Sunday of Lent, we reflect on the theme of reconciliation. Our gospel passage is taken from Luke 15, and this is the famous parable of the prodigal son. And I must admit that of all the parables, this is one of my best. And one thing I love about it is how Jesus provides the example of the Father's immense generosity, compassion, and mercy to teach us about who God really is. As we read the story, the character of the Father is quite striking. Specifically, how giving and generous he is. Without hesitation, he gives his younger son his inheritance. And after the younger son's return, he runs out to plead with the older son to remind him that all he has is always available to him. Now, we often focus on the Father's mercy, which is, without a doubt, a great lesson from the story. But the Father's generosity is equally perplexing. To begin, the younger son asked for his inheritance, presumably half of the Father's belongings. And the Father responds by giving it to him without hesitation. This makes me think, how much does the father own? Are his riches really that great? In fact, as we read further in the story, the younger son remembers his father's land only after nobody gave him anything, as is written. The stark contrast between the selfish foreign land and the generous land of the father is described so vividly that it can't be accidental. Jesus wants to paint a picture of just how much God the Father has to give, so we never doubt how much mercy he has for us. So, we cannot possibly rationalize that God's mercy somehow takes away from his power. 
just like the two lands, the two brothers are characters that are striking because of how separated and different they are. On the service, one brother is disrespectful, impulsive, and sinful, while the older one is hardworking, obedient, and rational. Both are relatable because of these service characteristics. We make mistakes out of selfishness and we become green with envy when we feel wronged. Yet, deeper, more relatable characteristics come out of the brothers when we remember the father's generosity. One would always wonder why the older brother chose to highlight his lack of gifts because the father reassures him that he has everything the father has. Well, of course, my response would always be, well, did you ask? He probably didn't, and it never occurred to me that there was a reason why he didn't ask. At least, not until we would ask the opposite of the younger son, why did he ask? He asked because he knew the father. The generosity that the father had was something the younger son was familiar with. He is like a child that asks for toys and the father lovingly gives him what he asks for. The younger son was never afraid to ask, not even after he had wasted all of his inheritance. The greater chasm between the older son and the younger son is knowledge of the father's generosity. I love that. The older son, though apparently better, was painfully hardened to the father's generosity. He believed that the father wouldn't even share a young goat with him while the younger son foolishly asks for everything. Even though it seems irrational, I don't think the father gave away half of his belongings without good reason. If you ask me, I think the father gave away his inheritance because he knew his son, and his son was more valuable than everything he owned. Isn't it odd that the father was waiting, looking for his son to come back? It's like he knew the son would come back anyway. I believe he was comfortable letting his younger son live with half of his belongings because he had faith in the son's fearless asking. He expected the son to remember the generous land he came from and he had faith that his son would think to ask again. This Lent, I think we have to remember both sons. The older son, so we don't become bitter with God as we work for the kingdom of God, and the younger son, as we do remember, we are not at home in this foreign land away from heaven. Most 
importantly, I think we need to remember the Father's generosity. After all, that is where we are heading, towards the gift we never even thought to ask for, the greatest gift, his beloved Son. So, we must cast away all shame and pride in order to reconcile with God and others through Christ. This season, we must constantly seek reconciliation with God through Christ. We must humbly rediscover ourselves. And like the prodigal son, we must confess, I have sinned against heaven and earth. We must also say to God, Father, I am coming home. This is what Paul means when he appeals to us to reconcile to God. He simply asks us to realize who we are and change our track and mind like the prodigal son. This sacrament of reconciliation helps us in three ways. Because one way is to know that um, through Christ, the Father has given us the sacrament of reconciliation as a means of constantly reconciling ourselves to God the Father. Now, this sacrament, as I have said, helps us in three ways. Number one, reconciliation with God. Number two, reconciliation with our brothers and sisters. And number three, reconciliation with oneself. One leads to the other. Our reconciliation with God is strongly dependent on our reconciliation with others and, of course, with ourselves. Therefore, this Lent, let us take advantage of this sacrament instituted by Christ through his church to reconcile ourselves with God and with our neighbors. This sacrament is a blessing to all of us because it mediates God's grace to us. So, the psalmist invites us today to taste and see that the Lord is good. This God who is good is the God who brings prodigal sons and daughters home. My dear friend, I don't know who is prodigal in your circles. Could be your husband. Could be your wife. Could be your son. Could be your daughter, could be your brother, could be your sister, whoever the person is. As we pray today, let us ask God, just as he brought home the prodigal son, may he bring home our prodigals. Thank you. May the Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Do have a productive Sunday. Just one, the righteous one, that's who you are.